This is a HeadGum Podcast. Duty calls with Doug Mann. Duty calls with Doug Mann. Run it, run it, run it down my leg. Hello and welcome to Duty Calls with Doug Mann. I am your host, Doug Mann. With me as always is Jack Dolgen. Hello, Jack. Hey, hello. As you know, Duty Calls is unofficially sponsored by Charmin Toilet Paper. Charmin Toilet Paper. When Duty Calls with Doug Mand, who's the brand that you demand? Charmin. <laughs> 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 that was from a longtime shithead, John Montoya. Uh, you know, he's the first person to use my name, so that's he gets on. <laughs> and I like the, um, uh, he, he turned the phrase. When Duty Calls with Doug Mand... Mm-hmm. It's smart. Yeah, it yeah. is smart. Yeah. It sneaks good. up on you. Yeah. Thank you for that one, John. And uh, thank you for all the tweets that we've been getting, all the Charmin slogans. You guys have been tweeting at us at the Doug Man and at Jack Dolgen. That's D-O-L-G-E-N. You have been emailing us at dutycallswithdougman at gmail.com. And you have been calling us on the shit hotline, the number one shit hotline in the United States at 1786 Hold it in. That is letter N. We love getting your calls. We love getting your emails. We love hearing your stories, your tweets, your Charmin slogans, especially are tickle us and make our jobs easier because we don't have to think of them and you guys are better at it than we are. <laughs> um, so thank you for all of that. Um, we've got a great show for you today. But before we jump in, I just, I, <clears throat> this happened to me a couple weeks ago and I never told you, Jack, obviously, because I, if it's shit related, I have to tell you on the show. Right. Um, or it's ruined. Right. Um, I was at a Walgreens and uh, waiting for a, a prescription to be filled. And right by the pharmacy is where the two bathrooms are, and um, they're locked. They have they have codes. Mm-hmm. So, um, and a woman comes in, and she's got a shit real bad, and <laughs> she is making a lot of noise, and she's like. What's the code? Anyone, what's the code? And then she goes... She's ur- There's an urgency. There's an urgency there. And then she goes loudly, can someone put the code in the bathroom? I don't want to take a poop on myself. This is my only pair of underwear. <laughs> <laughs> and then she said, sorry about that. <laughs> and then the pharmacist gets on an intercom and says, code 10. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And I just watched with as much empathy in my eyes as I, I just felt terrible for this woman. Yeah. Um, I feel like at a certain, I feel like I've heard Cotem before on this show. I think I might have said this before, but this was definitely a new story. Right. And it it just what happened? Someone let her in finally. And Did someone but, like rush up? No, no one. I, there was a there was maybe a brisk walk of a manager um, <laughs> putting the number in. <laughs> Um, you know, and she, uh, honestly, she had the vibe of someone who had, might've been a bit of a transient, uh, uh, but it, do, it doesn't, I mean, and there might've been other things going on, but it still seemed like she had to shit clearly. either way. <laughs> yeah, and, clearly. and, uh, everyone has the right to shit. Uh, it was just, I felt so bad. I was just watching her walk within a, like a eight foot radius just back and forth pacing uh, in the, oh. in this bright white yeah that's so rough it's the worst and she shouted it out because it was so urgent it was just so yeah she had no other option but to shout it out and no one was listening to her I'd like to think that if either of us were behind the counter at the pharmacy 
we would have like leaped over the counter like Bruce Willis. A hundred percent. That's that's our that's our hood of a cop car slide. Hold on, Coach Ed! Coach Ed! Out of the way, this woman's got a shit. Just push a baby out of the way in a stroller. Also, just shout out the coat. Yeah. The, 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 le- the lock yeah. code. You're saying code 10. Why not just code 4848? The pharmacist knows the code. Yeah. Just say 543 pound. Yeah. Whatever. What are we hiding this? Everyone in there can shit, can go into the bathroom. I, it's, I it's, really hate this, this. This code thing is a, yeah. it's a broken system. Right? Yeah. I mean, I guess it's supposed to be for customers only. But also, what are the, you know, we should look into this. What are the laws? What, what? Public oh. places have to allow you to use the restroom. There should be. I'm sure there's laws. A federal law that says if you're having a legitimate shit attack, <laughs> and you can prove that, and you can prove, you can prove <laughs> it. That's fair. We have to be fair. You have to be able to prove it. Yeah, that you should be able to use any private, uh, you know, commercial restroom. Right. Yes, without a doubt. And also be able to get out of a speeding ticket. <laughs> the problem is the only way to really prove it is to show the shit in your pants. <laughs> That's true. And therein lies the rub. And, you know, I, you, being being the uh, the socialist that I am, of course. I, I also think the government should give you a new pair of underwear. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And a kiss on the cheek. And a kiss on the cheek. But I do. But you're saying for in any private sector, but what are the, the laws in terms of just letting some, what, like... I think can all can all restaurants say must be a customer? I, 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 my, my first thought is is businesses have the right to refuse service, right? Um, to a degree, right? They can't refuse service based on some sort of prejudice, right? Uh, you know, but they can refuse service on certain grounds. And I would imagine that is one you, of those grounds. I think you're going to shit everywhere. <laughs> using your facility, using your bathroom, and right. you say only customers can use it. I must be legal, otherwise. The, yeah, no, there are I mean, signs no, no. I mean, it's clearly legal, but I'm just. It's wrong though. It's tough. I mean, I, I just, I couldn't imagine saying no to that. Like, I mean, and that's why you and I should never open it up. That's any the, sort that's of the, o- and that's the only reason We'd because we would be, yeah. the empire would be insane, incredible. But our bathrooms, our ba- lines would yeah. be a mess. Yeah, and it would be our downfall. <laughs> Also, um, we shouldn't call it public restroom. Yeah, Inc. It's not the best business model um, for a hardware store. Our slogan shouldn't be "Come on and shit here." You're welcome. We got the best toilet paper. Hold on a second. R- w- w- just roll with me for a second. Sure, I always a- do. As we know, the economy is changing. Sure. E-commerce is taking over. <laughs> right? I, I don't, I just, I, e- as we, keep going. E-commerce is taking over. Brick and mortar stores are dying. Fewer and fewer businesses need to have actual storefronts. Yes. But one thing remains constant. You have to shit somewhere. <laughs> you have to go to the bathroom somewhere. You cannot go online and, and sh- pee or shit. So yes. what I am suggesting is a chain of just nice restrooms. Private restrooms. This this has already been floated, just so you know. And this also, (laughs) I believe we talked about it in one of the episodes. You sure? Yeah. Well, there was an executive like thing they were trying to do in New York, which was like would give you, you know, a place to change and a restroom to use. So there's this idea is out there. Just a store that's just for restrooms. I think I think the idea was that you could also change and stuff there, but I, but it's the idea that and you we'll, that you we'll can call it Starbucks. Yeah, exactly. (Laughter) And there'll be one of them. You have just I don't know twenty stalls. But isn't that, I mean, yes, that's good. Urinals. But isn't, 
this is at, for the socialists in you. The, again, now you're making you shitting. One, now you're making the, shitting elite. Elite. We, we have free. We have free stalls and we have upsells. Oh, the free stalls. If you have free stalls and upsells, the free stalls are just murder zones. Murder zone. Absolutely. Police constantly there, taping it off. <laughs> it's a nightmare of a business model. It's not good. We shouldn't do it. But it's an idea. You know what? I'm gonna free up some money for it. <laughs> What does that mean? I'm gonna. I'm, I'm, currently, I'm currently. Currently, things are a little tight, but I think it's worth. I think it's worth mortgaging my my daughter's future on this terrible idea. Um, anyway, let us know if you have any shit innovation ideas, and Jack and I'll uh, invest poorly into it. Yeah, I mean, entrepreneurship is on the rise. Yeah, yeah, we're entrepreneurs. 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 Well, if you, you blow past it like that, it's hard to. No, entre. Entrepreneurs. 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 <laughs> Entrepreneurs. Shit, we're looking for the next great shit innovation. There it is. Great. Uh, well, you, thanks for coming along that ride with us. Um, if you're still listening, we do have a great show for you. We got Doug Goldstein, who is uh, one of the head writers over at Robot Chicken. Super funny guy, and I think you're really going to dig his story. Here he is, Doug Goldstein. We are here with Doug Goldstein. Doug, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah. Um, you referred to us by our good friend, Rachel Bloom. And, um, you know, there's a time in between when the show was going on, and then we stopped for a while, so that I was like, who, who look, we're trying to think of guests we can have, so I had to go back. And so you got an email really out of the blue. I did. I mean, legitimately, because, I mean, uh, Rachel must have just talked, maybe asked you about this four years ago, and then you got an email, like, a month ago saying... <laughs> hey, would you like to come on and tell your shit story? And you're like, uh, who are you? And the funny thing is, I then emailed Rachel and I was like, so am I being punked or did you really recommend <laughs> me to tell a shit story? And then she said, is it duty calls? And it occurred to me, she can either just say yes or no. It's like, what are the odds that I, she's like, yes, I did recommend you, but was it another shit? <laughs> yeah. You might be being punked. Yeah. That was just her being very sensitive. She's like, I don't want you to be punked. Yeah, it's um, like, no, no, it was Poop Troop that contacted me. Yeah. That's not it. <laughs> oh, do not answer a call. Do not answer <laughs> no, those guys. Those guys. Also, that's just a scam, too. Okay, yeah. that's what I was worried about. Yeah, do, do, tell me you do not give, me, <laughs> give them your social security card. No, no. Um, yes, no, we are legit. We are the real deal. We are the number one podcast in shit stories. <laughs> um, we have cornered the market. Um, so we're really excited that you're here. And um, you want to just get into it? Why not? Let's Why not? do it. Well, this story happened about 10 years ago. I moved to L.A. in 2004 to help uh, start up Robot Chicken. And between seasons, we were all pitching other things to other people. Mm -hmm. And since we were animation and I have crazy thoughts, I was meeting with Nickelodeon, this guy named Peter Gal, who used to be a development executive there. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about what they were looking for. Yeah. And he told me, and I said, thank you. <laughs> and I left. And I scheduled another meeting a few weeks later because I had in my mind, created what he was looking for. Mm. So I was like, I'm going to be bright and early. He's going to love this idea. I'm going to get this done. I drive all the way there. I'm like, man, I'm so early that I can get a McDonald's breakfast and then just sit and enjoy it in my car down the block from Nickelodeon. This is so leisurely. It's going to be stress-free. I love it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I finished my McDonald's breakfast in my car. What would you have? Uh, that I don't remember. And I think it's not really... 
it didn't really cause what's about to happen because it was, uh -huh. you know, there's a lot more material going out sure. in, in the assembly line. Right, sure. So it's not like the McDonald's hit me and boom. But it was, could have been at the end of the line that pushes the <laughs> it line could have forward, been, though. It could have been. Or maybe they pressed a button at the beginning and that made the whole assembly line go. I don't right. know. So I'm like, let's do this. I have maybe 10 minutes. I'll show up early. I hit the, uh, I hit the ignition. <laughs> I grab the steering wheel. And I just, with my legs, lift myself up off the seat a few inches just because I'm like, oh, let's, let's get rid of this fart I have. <laughs> and to my, to my permanently etched in my brain horror, it was not a fart. Oh. Um, and you know, you know when you shit your pants, it's not just one of those nice walnut nuggets. Yeah. It's it's oh. always it's always like mashed potatoes that come out <laughs> and with the skin on. I'm like, oh my god, oh my god. So half of my brain shut down completely, and the other half of my brain was like that scene in Star Trek Two where Khan first fires in the Enterprise, <laughs> and everyone in the Enterprise is like, oh my god, what's happening? Yeah. So I, I think to myself, the, the logical thing would have been to call and cancel. But I was like, they're expecting me at this meeting. And the thought of canceling just for some reason never went in my fucked up brain because my brain was freaking out. Yeah. Right. So I'm like, where's the nearest bathroom? And I, I, I then drive back to the McDonald's a few blocks away the entire time holding myself off up off the seat. Mm. So it I had to, to spread the damage. Exactly, because it's like, let's contain it. Let's not mush it so it's going down my legs or anything like right. that. So I oh get in the God. McDonald's, oh. carefully get out of the car, rush to the bathroom, get into the one stall, close the door, and just strip. <laughs> I strip and I assess the damage, and I'm like... Is this a single bathroom? Single bathroom. Well, no, there's, there's the urine on the sink outside okay. the stall. Okay, so you're in, you're in the stall. Right, and I'm like, whatever, whatever the people that were thinking that were in the rest of the bathroom... Not my concern. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm way past caring. No, no, you're, that's, you're past So that. I'm like, man, okay, the underwear is a lost cause. It goes in the garbage. Let me clean my butt as best I can. Let me inspect my pants. Right. And my pants were, had no actual poop on it, but it was wet because fluids had seeped through the underwear oh, to the pants. Oh, God. And it, it stank. And I'm like, oh. I'm like, okay, here's what I'm going to do. I am going to get as much soap on as much toilet paper as I can and just wash it out as best I can. Oh my God. And I did that for a few minutes and I'm like, I think this is acceptable, I don't know. And then I stuff a lot of toilet paper on the pants itself so there's a layer between my button and the, and the pants. And I'm like, I'm ready for this meeting. And that wait. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, In your fucked up crazy brain, did you think you really were ready for, you think you had done a good job or you're like, I, this is kind of like, I was, I was like the Deepwater Horizon oil rig, assuming that I cleaned it up to the point where no one's going to notice. No one's going <laughs> to no no notice this oil spill. Because I'm like, I'm thinking that the, the scent of the soap is covering whatever scent there might be on the pants. Okay. Let's, let's do this. I'm confident in a way that I shouldn't have been. And I then go on and have the meeting. Now what well, I do is... You go into the meeting, you have a butt stuffed with single-ply yes. McDonald's toilet it's not paper. Not stuffed, but like layers. As if it's, it's professionally done. Okay, it's yeah. Not just, it's not just balls of, of okay, toilet yeah, paper. No, no, it's, it's, fold, it's, it's yeah. folded nicely. And did, did, did your pants look wet? No, Were I don't think jeans? so. I was wearing jeans. Okay, that helps. So I don't think there was enough fluid to soak through. Okay. But, so I sign in at the front gate desk, whatever, and I'm sitting there large 
waiting room, which is basically their lobby, right, where a lot of people go through. And I'm sitting in the corner, making sure there's enough contact with my butt in the seats and not let air out from the affected area. And I'm just kind of, <laughs> I'm just kind of like so, so as not to cause odor. Right, right. Oh, this is not good. So I'm thinking. You to haven't myself, even started your meeting yet. No. No. The, the waiting room can smell as much as it can. Exactly. Oh, so God. I'm thinking like, like at least I'm distracted in a way that I'm going to have a relaxed presentation because I'm not worried about the presentation anymore. I have. <laughs> I'm, I'm worried that. Ooh, oh my God! Yeah. Yeah. You've thought ahead. Yeah. So so Peter's assistant comes and gets me, and I walk behind the person to be safe, and I get to his office and I shake his hand as fast as I can and then get on his couch again, sealing the affected area from the air in my, in my hope. In, in my hope. Yes. I, I, I'm doing what better I can. Better than standing, I would... I mean, I, it, it tracks in your lo your logic for this time. The right. fact that you ha you're there, yes, it's the best yeah. solution. Right. You just shouldn't have been there. Under, <laughs> under this challenge, yes. I feel like I did the best I could, even though good. the option of not having the challenge matter in the first place, I could have called just be like, oop, Flat tire or something. Anything. Anything. Oops, shit, my pants. Sorry, I got to get back. <laughs> Literally. Like, I really don't know why I went through this meeting in retrospect, but at the time, it seemed like the right thing to do. Uh, and, you know, I don't remember how long the meeting was. It wasn't like an hour. It was like a nice 25-minute pitch. Let's talk about things. And then I left. How'd you do and in your pitch? Like, did you yeah, feel like you did? I, I, I give good meeting. <laughs> I, I think... But, but with a... With a shit in your pants? Too? Yeah. Were you, well, was your? Do you even realize? Do you even remember the meeting as much as, or do you remember just thinking about the shit? I mean, the, no. Did I, you hit your points? I didn't. I don't have any memories about. Oh my god! While I'm doing the pitch, I remember when the pitch was over. Peter said, "You know what? I told you what we were looking for, and that's what you gave me." So you I got in the zone. You got in the wow. zone. Wow! I felt like I did very well. Great. He never called me again. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, God, it's so depressing. Yeah. So I don't know if it's because, you know, he talked about the pitch to his coworkers and it just didn't go anywhere. Or as I left, he was like, what the hell was that? That guy stank. <laughs> what the fuck? Smell like he slept in a McDonald's and he shit himself. Yeah. So if, if for some reason Peter Gall is listening, I don't know where he ended up nowadays. I, he's, he's still somewhere important. If you're listening, Peter, and for some reason you want to reach out and tell me, what you th if you remember, please do. Oh my God. I, yeah. I, I can't believe that. Yeah. That is unreal. That is, that is my personality of half aggressive confidence, half not thinking things through. Right. right. That's you know? a yeah. great combo. I yeah. mean, you yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, it's so good for listeners of the show. <laughs> I don't know that yeah. it's, well, maybe it's good for you too, because it's just like, that's how you get, that's the only way you yeah. get stuff done. I mean, real, I mean, is to, is to not, have enough self-awareness to actually stop yourself from doing. Like, well, you know what? Whenever my son is afraid of something like swim lessons or something, and he's like, Daddy, I'm afraid I don't want to do this. My advice to him is always, everyone is afraid, but the brave ones do it anyway. Wow. I, wow. I applied that philosophy in the exact wrong time. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, sometimes the brave ones walk away. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, well, that's true, right? You were... It, would you say that you didn't cancel out of fear? I didn't, didn't cancel. didn't want to lose the opportunity. Yeah, I, no, no, no. It was simply momentum. Oh. It was, I am here, and I'm here early. I'm going to make this happen. 
oops, I shit my pants. Let's, we still are going to get this done. Like I'm, I'm rolling downhill and I forget I have brakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I, I'm hoping either way the people at Nickelodeon remember me. One of the things that's weird about walking around with the with the aftermath of, of shit is that you can't really tell how it smells because you are adjusting yeah. to the smell. So yeah. you don't know. Also, how do you is there a way to also test your it? own shit doesn't smell as putrid as other people's, right? Isn't that a thing? Like it's yeah. it's just I mean, you walk into the bathroom after your father has taken it when growing up and you're like, oh my God. Yeah. But right. when you know, I walk in after I went and I'm just like, yeah, it's a shit. Yeah. I just feel like you're kind of right. your own brand is a little off. Yeah. So it's it's such a mind fuck. But also, I again, it's like I think I feel like it's like those those war scenes. It's like storming the beaches in Normandy. It's like there's no real sound after you shit your pants. Like <laughs> yeah. the things you're looking at are kind of moving in slow motion. You can't tell if everyone's staring at you or if that's just the way it is. Mm -hmm. no, no, it's, well, it's the little, little light light whizzing sounds. Yeah, ex ex exactly. A little bit of wind. And your 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 breathing is all off, and your heart's racing in yeah. a weird way. Yeah. You're making survival choices, which and is nine what, times out of ten, that's all happening inside a McDonald's bathroom. <laughs> I mean, yeah. all, honestly, all I can think about is just like. The people who work at McDonald's, like the amount of time someone has gone to clean up their shit. Mm -hmm. I mean, at least you bought something that day. Most of the time, it's yeah. not someone who's bought something. Yeah, if um, I had to go to the front uh, register to get a code, yeah, that oh, would have been God. that would have been bad. I'll, I'll have a small orange juice. Yeah. Um, but but I it it is amazing how the list of things you care about at any given moment slip away, right? And it are reduced to just two things: one, go clean my butt; two, don't crash my car in the way. Yeah. Nothing yeah. else is coming to mind at the moment. Yeah. Do you remember how you felt when you got back in the car after the pitch? No, that's all blacked out. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't remember what happened to that pants. I don't remember anything. Did you tell anyone? Like, how long until you told anyone about what happened? I told my wife. That day? That day. And I don't remember her response, but it did not increase her, her opinion of me. <laughs> um, then I would, and then obviously I would tell people as a joke because I must have told it in the Robot Chicken Writers Room when Rachel was there. Yes, um, because that's that's the kind of thing where if you just own it, it's a fun story. Yeah. Yes. Whereas if somebody says, "Hey, you got any poop stories?" and you suddenly get shy and introverted, and you're like, "No, not me." People are like, "Oh, he does. He's just oh, about where it. the body's hidden." Yeah. yeah. Right. So just just admit it. I mean, everyone's got a shit story. Oh my god, was this the first time you ever shit yourself, like as an adult? I think it's. You know, or the only? I think it's the only time I shit myself officially. Like there might be one time where I was in the movie theater and I, I had a little shit because I'm like, oop, uh oh, and I gotta go to the bathroom. But it was nothing major. Right. Right, yeah. You know, but yeah. this is like this is like this goes on the list of catastrophes. Right. I mean yeah. it's really telling that you blacked a lot of the aftermath the, the, the aftermath that because it shows you were in fight or flight mode, you were in survival mode. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then it's just nothing else exists after that. You had to get something done. You had, a, you had a directive. Yep. You had to Did achieve it. it, and that yeah. was it. Then you had to get home and tell your wife. Yep. <laughs> but I really and shame I, yourself. I really had no indication from Peter that the meeting had gone awry in any way. Mm -hmm. 
Um, well, <laughs> I think the most depressing thing about the whole story is just how depressing this business is. Yeah. Like, because you <laughs> I mean, me exactly I mean, I, what I exa- want. I mean, I, look, this show is, uh, we try to pride ourselves on it not being just inside baseball. We have a lot of comedians on, a lot of writers on, actors and actresses. But for let, allow us just to die fast for a second here. We've all had this, me and Jack right. have had this meeting where it's like, uh, this is kind of what I want to do. And they, I, I think they're so flippant about it. And and then writers earnestly go out and work and create, right. which none of these people really do. And they go and they create something. For free. For free. Pitch their heart out. In your case, shit your fucking pants. <laughs> I mean, this is the ultimate in what it is in this business. You shit your pants. You went to a McDonald's. I also just sorry. I just ha- I just had the image of your uh, a t-shirt on and no pants and no underwear in McDonald's, <laughs> just like, which is just the saddest thing I've ever. Yeah. A- as you're just putting as much soap as you can, you pitch something that I'm sure is completely well thought out, and and then he tells you. At least he told you. I guess it's better. I don't know. He yeah. was like, "That's exactly what I asked for." Talk to you later, <laughs> and you never hear again. It's like no. it is. It is so demoralizing. I I always equate this business as dating, where getting the meeting in the first place is like, oh, she said she'd go out with me. This is yeah. great, and you get really excited. You get you get all these plans, and at the at the meeting, which is the date, hmm. maybe it goes well. Maybe it seems like it's going well, but she's stringing you along. <laughs> you know, maybe she had recommendations from friends that makes her want to be interested in you. It's ex- the exact same thing. And do you get a second date? Maybe you do, maybe you don't. Maybe you know why you don't. Maybe mm. you do. It, it, who knows? Yeah. And, and then you die alone. And then you die alone. <laughs> and then maybe it's a girl that you so want to go on a date with that when you shit your pants 10 minutes before the date, you don't dare cancel because you never get it. You'll never get it again. Right. Yeah. So it's I like, mean, I can fix this. I can fix this. And I mean, that was your mindset then, right? Yeah. I mean, that's like, to Jack's point, you know, like, no, I'm here. Right. I have this pitch. It's what he wants. It might. It's what you do when you're not working at Robot Chicken. You go and try to sell other shows. Right. Like, this is how you live. God forbid canceling at the last minute gives him negative thoughts towards me that'll affect anything. Because any negative thought is a bad thing. Because they can say no for no reason. Why give them any negative thoughts? Yep. No. Right. No. I, I. I get it. It's. It's. It's so fear based though. Everything where yeah. the the rational mind would be like, look, uh, or be like, I'll be 15, 20 minutes late. Drive to Target. Like get. Get a pair of pants, like or yeah, whatever. Well, that's an interesting idea. You know, like, but that you know, and you're smart. It just didn't occur to you. It was literally, right. like, I'm going to this fucking meeting, and it can't. Right. No, no one can have their full mental capacity. No, no one has it. I mean, it's, it's easy no. for me to sit here it's and impossible. say you should have gone to Target. Yeah, you're, the fact that I think the fact that you made it and people weren't dry heaving in your wake. I mean, I think you did all right. So either they are all very professional at Nickelodeon, and they're not going to break character or whatever and be like, oh, that's that guy. You smell like shit, Douglas Goldstein. You know, I liked him, but he smelled like shit. And, you know, writers, many writers aren't the most kempt people in the world. I'm sure they get yeah, people in there once in a while that smell. Yeah. 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 So who, you know, I like to think that they never smelled it and the idea just didn't pan out internally. Yeah, no, I, I think that's... I agree with that. I, I, I 100% agree with that. I feel confident to bet the house on that because you also, they're also like, 
if the idea worked perfectly for everyone, they're not. They're like, yeah, but he kind of smelled like shit, so we're not going to do it. <laughs> they care yeah. about money more than anything. I'm not saying the idea wasn't good, but it sounds like he probably brought it back, just like you said. Right. Well, let me let me just say this. I I, I almost completely agree with, All that, right. with that. Okay. I think, I think you're right about the idea. I think the idea. Uh, you know, it died for the, for the, for all the same reasons everything fucking dies, right? It's mm-hmm. just like that's what he wanted that day. Right. He changes mind the next day once he right. heard what he wanted. He goes, maybe I don't want that or whatever. Runs right. up the flagpole, whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. As far as the smell, I, I don't. I think it smelled <laughs> like something because it, had to have. Mm-hmm. It, it it smelled weird in there. Did it smell like shit necessarily? Maybe not. But you had. You had McDonald's bathroom soap right. spread all over your pants over yeah. shit juice. That's that stuff doesn't scent. smell that good either. That's a scent of some kind, yes. and it's not a scent that is normally in an office. No, and it's right. also attaching to the the scent of a single ply toilet paper. That's right. Mm-hmm. That becomes different, and then and your, your, your body oils and pants. So there was something you going. walked in I think there that's with, fair. A, with an odor of some kind. Right. We don't know what that exactly smells like. We could do a test. We could, but we, we could, <laughs> we could <laughs> guess that it didn't smell great. That it wasn't like ooh, just <laughs> let me get a little closer to that <laughs> that that smell. Yeah. Ooh, Where's that? Was that from Macy's? <laughs> Um, he could have spent the rest of the day inviting coworkers in to be like, "What is that smell? I don't know. It's kind of like McDonald's hand soap, but that makes no sense." <laughs> yeah. Or his coworkers were coming in and be like, "Dude, what's going on?" In this oh yeah, show? Peter, what did you do? Maybe Peter was getting catching the yeah. flack for your. Maybe he got fired. <laughs> Maybe he got fired. <laughs> That's why your idea didn't go. <laughs> yep. He was no, like, Peter, uh, he hasn't worked in the business in years. You didn't hear about mm-hmm. Peter? He was oh, fired yeah, for shitting his pants in the office. He denied yeah. it, but he moved to Fresno. He opened a Kukuru. <laughs> Yeah, the, yeah, that didn't pan out for him. Mm. Um, he, he was labeled as a shitty exec. Oh boy! Um, <laughs> wow, that's great, Doug. Thank you so much. This is <laughs> my pleasure. I, I love guess. it. <laughs> I, I hope so because it's it's, it's definitely yeah. our pleasure and all of our fans. Well, you know, you know what's funny is that as I was walking here, I was like, if this is if this is a prank, this invitation, and I show up at someone's door that is not related to any kind of podcast, and I have to explain myself. I have no legitimate ex. I can't be like uh, I'm here to talk about poop for the internet for all. Yeah, like, what the hell are you talking? Have you about? been pranked a lot too? No, but I just this, don't this, trust this anybody. This fear keeps coming up. Uh, in I'm a real we're real anti pranksters too. I really I think it's in very summer camp when I was a kid. Okay, um, I went swimming in the lake with everybody. My underwear never truly dried out, so I was simply wearing my pants with no underwear. And someone said to me, as we're all hanging out in the field, hey, Doug, come here, i got to tell you something. And I was like, no, no, I'm doing something. I'm playing with these guys. Don't, I'm not going to go listen to your thing. <laughs> so I, I watched him as someone else come with me, and they passed him in front of everybody. Oh. And the, but the guy, he had underwear, so it was fine. And I was thinking to myself, oh, my God. I, in another universe, everybody just saw my goods. So from that point on... You dodged a bullet. Yeah, from that point on, I'm like, I don't trust anyone because you never know. So wow, I'm just an un... Wow, so informing. Yeah. That is... You that never know. Because I, out of all the reactions I've had when I email people out of the blue, I don't think anyone thought they were being pranked. I think it's such a specific thing. To th- and, 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 and it tracks, actually. It tracks but really. now that you tell this story, it, I mean, yeah. it makes all the sense in the world. Yeah, trust no one. Trust no one. <laughs> well, I'm, ha- I'm happy for your wife. <laughs> I, I suspect her at times, too. <laughs> I, I can't imagine. You have to. Yeah. This is so ingrained in you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never turn your back on your son. Oh, no. Who you knows know what he'll do to you? No. Oh, but man. you guys have slowly a little bit restored my faith in humanity for being 
truly what you say you are. Okay, good. I hope so. so. Um, well, thank you so much for coming on, Doug. Uh, check out um, Robot Chicken on Adult Swim, and you're going to be working on a new season soon. There's, mm-hmm. I feel like this show is just, it, it's, it, is, it is one of the amazing success stories of television. Like mm-hmm. Also, from where we're sitting, uh, always looking for a job, you know, <laughs> and it's just like, you're a part of something, and you help create and write something that is, is, it's so good, and it's resonated with people for so long that it's like, it just feels like you can keep going. Knock it's, on wood. That's yeah, the plan. I hope so because mm-hmm. it's really cool, yeah, and a lot of and a lot of great people have come through there too. It's been weird. Um, yeah, um, Doug, thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Well, that was Doug Goldstein. Another uh, another scene at a fast food joint. If those walls could speak, oh, they would say. Ah! <laughs> Take off my nose. Take off my nose. Why do I have to have a nose? I'm a wall. I have no other facial features but a nose. This is so cruel. Um, yeah, I'm I'm, a, I'm I'm always amazed by what people do in the moment. Yeah. Um he sold it on. That's he sure. did he pitched a show. <laughs> That's a hard thing to do with shit in his pants. It is the it's terrible. It's it 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 feels like shitting your pants sometimes. Just doing that, I can't believe, I can't believe he did it. And it sounded like he pulled it off too. I think so, which is depressing (laughs) and amazing. Yeah, it's horrifying. What what are people doing every day with shit in their pants? Are are do we not know that we're walking amongst these people? You know the Paris Accord actually. Oh, man. Well, anyway, that was a fantastic story. Check out uh, Robot Chicken if you haven't already. Um, everyone, thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for uh, your continued support of it. Keep telling your friends. Keep rating it on iTunes. If you haven't rated it yet, take a second, rate it, subscribe to it. Costs nothing. Helps out the show. Please keep tweeting at us at the Doug Man and at Jack Dolgen. That's D-O-L-G-E-N. Then you can email us also at dutycallswithdougman at gmail.com. And you can call us on the shit hotline at 1786. Hold it in. That is the letter N. We love getting your calls, your tweets, your emails. Keep sending us Charmin slogans. And um, yeah, keep on listening. Until next time, hold it in. You're going to make it. That was a HeadGum Podcast.